Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Rain chances will start dropping off, maybe a sprinkle by early afternoon. We're well above freezing, 36 to 42 degrees for your Friday morning plans. For the afternoon, 45 to 49 degrees. And for your Friday evening plans out, our temperatures will be in the lower 40s, but it is going to be dry. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 44 in our nation's capital at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, February 2nd. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP for you this early morning in the 3 a.m. hour, a Prince George's County officer shoots and kills a man while responding to a breaking and entering call. What Commander's fans are saying about the team's choice for a new coach. What are we doing? I'm Mike Marillo. Several people have died in Clearwater, Florida. Fire officials say a small plane crashed into a mobile home. Two women at their wit's end are searching for help. I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Several people have died in the crash of a single-engine plane into a mobile home in Clearwater, Florida. Fire Chief Scott Ellers. The crews did a phenomenal job in getting the fire knocked down very quickly, and um, it ensued several structures, three definitely that had some uh, fire damage, a fourth one with possibility of fire damage. Much of California is getting pummeled by the first of two back-to-back storms. The Weather Channel meteorologist Chris Warren. Another atmospheric river, another round of rain. And with it, the multiple threats that we're going to see when we end up getting this much rain, uh, up to perhaps a foot of rain, feet of snow in the mountains, but it's the rain that could cause some flash flooding. Second storm coming on Sunday, a horrific scene in East Africa. The BBC's Stuart McIntosh. At least three people have been killed and more than 270 injured in a huge explosion at a gas plant in the Kenyan capital, Nairobi. Gas exploded, igniting a huge fireball that spread rapidly. More than 270 people have been taken to hospitals. The mother of the Oxford, Michigan school shooter testified in her involuntary manslaughter trial. Jennifer Crumley said her husband was responsible for the guns in their home. I just didn't feel comfortable being in charge of that. It was more his thing, so I let him handle that. I didn't feel comfortable putting the lock thing on it. The Iranian-backed Houthis in Yemen say attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea will persist until Israel's aggression stops and the siege on the Gaza Strip ends. CBS's David Martin says the current U.S. naval defense of the Red Sea isn't persuading shipping companies to return to the Suez Canal. To succeed in this mission, the U.S. Navy has to do more than just defend the Red Sea. It has to suppress the fire coming out of Yemen. The Oregon Supreme Court has upheld a voter-approved law that means 10 Republican state senators who staged a walkout cannot run for re-election. More from KXL's Brett Recamp. The Oregon Constitution was amended in 2022 by Measure 113 to say if a lawmaker had 10 or more unexcused absences in any session, they could not run for office again once their term was over. Political science professor from Pacific University, Dr. Jim Moore, says these senators are all instantly lame ducks. Remember, it's already gone into the federal system and the federal 
federal system said, no, it is not a free speech issue. You can't bring it here and challenge it on the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Dr. Moore says last session's Republican walkout to deny a quorum was over hot-button issues like gun rights and transgender health. Much of Alaska has plunged into a deep freeze colder than minus 40 degrees. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 303. Good Friday morning. It is the 2nd of February, 2024. Early showers possible as you rise this morning. Gradual clearing throughout the day Friday. Breezy, upper 40s for the high. We're at 44 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. of our Friday morning ride. Locally, a man is dead this morning. That's where we began after being shot, apparently, by local Prince George's County police officers in Suitland. Happened last night, Thursday evening. Police say this morning officers were called at that time to an apartment complex located on Suitland Road around 5.30 in the afternoon on Thursday for the report of someone at the time breaking and entering. That officer arrived. He entered the location and encountered one male adult suspect. An exchange happened. Uh, with that officer. The officer discharged his weapon, uh, striking the adult male one time. That was Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz, who says this morning the man died at the scene. The officer was not injured during the incident. Police say this morning a gun was also recovered at the scene. We hear now that the Maryland Attorney General's Independent Investigations Division is now investigating the case. Stay tuned. WTOP at 3.04. Big sports news this morning. It's taken longer than expected, but the Washington Commanders now have this morning found a brand new replacement for Ron Rivera. The Washington Commanders reportedly picking Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be their new head coach. As you can imagine, fans are... Now digesting this news, good and bad. Here at Tommy Joe's, the choice is the talk of the bar. And before we get to Commanders fans, here's what Dallas fan Caleb Wilson thinks about it. Oh, I'm so happy about it. Get rid of him. He's picking up the guy that I hate. And well, here anyway, the excitement doesn't extend to Commanders fans. Michael Collins did his research on Quinn. He gave up 48 points in a wild card. Like, and this is the guy we wanted? I don't even feel like this is the guy we wanted. Feel like we didn't pay the other dude the money he wanted. He says the stats aside, it comes down to this. He's an ex-Dallas guy. What are we doing? We wouldn't we wouldn't go to Russia and get Putin as the president. Like, what are we doing? In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. At 305, a plan to build a casino locally at the site of an empty car dealership in Fairfax County has hit a stumbling block this week. Fairfax Now reports this morning a bill that would allow the county to hold a referendum on placing a casino in Tyson's along Route 7 has been tabled until at least next year. A Virginia Senate subcommittee voted to continue Senate Bill 65 as it's 675, Senate Bill 675 as it's known until 2025. So a more in-depth analysis of the potential casino can be done. The bill was introduced by State Senator David Marsden, who says Virginia is losing tax revenue right now to people traveling to other locations to gamble. It's 306, an apartment building in southwest D.C. locally. Now the focus this weekend of a new lawsuit filed by D.C.'s Attorney General. That suit 
filed against the company that manages the building says it didn't do anything to protect two black women who say they were harassed by a white man who also lived there. The lawsuit says the man drove by one of the women in the building's parking garage, made a gun gesture with his hand and pointed it toward her in July of 2020. The same month, Alicia Lendon with the D.C. Attorney General's office says... And another woman he attempted to run over with his car and then spat in her face. And this was right in the middle of the COVID pandemic. The AG is suing UDR, the company that manages the building, for violating the D.C. Human Rights Act. The lawsuit accuses the property manager of doing nothing after the women reported the incidents. One of the women asked to be moved to a different unit. They never offered her any sort of comparable unit that she could move into. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Heads up this morning locally, a Marylander has apparently come down with a case of the measles. Maryland's Department of Health says this morning the Montgomery County resident recently traveled international. Anyone who visited Dulles International Airport last weekend Saturday between 6 and 9.30, 6 a and 9.30 a.m. in the morning may have been exposed. According to the CDC Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, most measles cases in the United States occur when unvaccinated or partially vaccinated Americans travel internationally. Contract the disease, then spread it to those who are unvaccinated upon their return. Complications from measles can be relatively mild with symptoms like rashes. We'll keep you updated as we know more here on WTOP. 307, traffic and weather, that's coming next. Here are the top questions from homeowners in the new year. Can my roof survive another winter? And can my bank account survive if my roof doesn't? Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the answer. Roofing done right the first time and roofing priced like it was last year. That's right, to keep their crews working this winter, P.J. Fitzpatrick will set all prices back a year and guarantee your estimate for all of 2024. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. Latest on the challenges at the border. We're in-depth after traffic and weather and your money news coming right up on WTOP. Good morning. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. For the time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. I think your mother on the 8th. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Work zones beginning to clear from the overnight hours, including at the Bay Bridge, where the eastbound span now open. Two-way operations remain in place remain in place on the westbound span, but that'll end shortly. Uh, so you've got currently three lanes going east and one lane open to the west. But again, on the westbound span, you're going to see lanes opening gradually. And we had the work zone northbound 97 after Route 50 in Anne Arundel County. And that road work has been cleared. In Virginia, had the work zone going on on 395 between Seminary Road and Duke Street. That activity has been cleared. Also on Duke Street in Alexandria, right at the ramp to South Van Dorn Street, that the mobile closures of both sides, that likewise has been cleared. Stove reports that King Street mobile closures both directions at the ramps to 395. This is in the right outside lane and the right shoulder. Eastbound 66, or actually both directions of 66 at the Roosevelt Bridge. Watch out for maintenance activity blocking a lane in either direction. Then eastbound 66 between the Dulles Tow Road and Falls Church and US 29 and Falls Church. Maintenance operation, the right center lane and the right lane are mobile alternating closures. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. 
Some stray showers possible this early Friday morning. Temperatures will be between 36 and about 42 degrees. Your shower chance will last until really mid to late morning. Otherwise, just a sprinkle or two for the early afternoon. Skies will clear gradually throughout the day with highs just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 44 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Dex pavers and fences, six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Check in now with Jeff Clayball, Friday morning. Placement firm Challenger Gray and Christmas says U.S. companies announced 82,000 layoffs last month, more than double December. Zoom is cutting 2% of its workforce. Yankee Candles eliminating hundreds of jobs. The National Retail Federation says the average Valentine's Day budget is $185, led by flowers, dinner out, and jewelry. The Dow rallied 370 points Thursday. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ gained one and a quarter percent. Jeff Claiborne, WTOP News. Checking overseas this morning, Asian stocks mixed. The Hang Seng down 54 points. The Shanghai off 41. The Nikkei up by 146 points. And the Cospi is up this morning by 73. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP Radio. When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free. Rolling strong. Belief. Believe you can and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. Thank the Lord for the night WTOP, Lane. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. It's Friday, 2nd of February, 2024. Welcome in. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. If you're just joining us, we're glad you're with us this morning. You're looking at early showers as you rise this early hour. They're possible gradual clearing, according to Veronica, as we head through the day this Friday. Breezy, highs in the upper 40s. We're at 44 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. 313 on WTOP. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Bipartisan group of lawmakers in Congress continues to work on a measure right now to enact sweeping new controls along the southern border. This would include the authority to pause asylum processing during spikes in migrant crossings. But does this measure stand any chance of passing once it is actually fully unveiled? 
This morning, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett explains what's happening. They oppose it sight unseen, and the hope among Senate bipartisan negotiators is once the critics who are imagining what the bill says actually see what the bill says, their tune might change. That's highly optimistic. There is a possibility of that, but the politics of that are pretty well set in stone. And it doesn't look like former President Trump is going to budge. He's going to call it a bad bill no matter what's in it. The irony here, of course, is that this negotiation has very little, if anything, for Democrats. There's nothing about dreamers or path to citizenship or any of the things that used to fall under the umbrella of comprehensive immigration reform. This is all entirely on Republican terrain and would change asylum laws in significant ways, in ways that no president can do with executive authority. And yet, House Republicans still may seek to block it. There's a possibility. Whenever there's legislation and a chamber, as important as the Senate, considers it and possibly passes it, there's a real chance. But House Republicans are going to have to come to a different point of view to give that Senate bill, should it pass, any chance over there. Let's switch our sights to the Republican presidential race. Uh, former U.N. Mm-hmm. Ambassador Nikki Haley, the polls continue to say that she is very well behind former President Trump. Uh, what is the calculation of the big money donors who are helping to keep her in the race? The best way, I think, to think about this is break glass in case of emergency. The Nevada caucuses will be this week. Trump will win all 26 delegates. If the poll numbers stay the same in South Carolina, and I'm not predicting that they will, but if they do, Trump could walk away with all 50 delegates in South Carolina, shutting Nikki Haley out completely in the two contests after Iowa and New Hampshire. So why hang around? Well, she wants to try to amass delegates wherever she can, if not in South Carolina and Nevada, Super Tuesday states, and say, I'm an alternative in case other things crop up for President Trump such as legal challenges and polling data show consistently, even among Republicans. The former president is convicted. Many of them will opt out. And Nikki Haley is saying to donors, keep me around. Keep me around just in case, because we don't know where all these legal cases are heading. And I need to be your alternative in case another decision has to be made about the former president. Of course, the Trump campaign has a simple answer to that. Let the people decide and his path to the nomination. They see it as inevitable. That is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast on WTLP, talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories early Friday morning we're following for you on WTLP. The Washington Commanders turned the page and picked Dan Quinn as the head coach. Quinn was most recently the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. The March trial date for former President Donald J. Trump's election interference case dropped from a D.C. court document. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizes for a lack of transparency on his recent hospitalization and cancer surgery. More on these stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. 
You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The Americans with Disabilities Act, also known as the ADA, protects people from being discriminated against because of a disability, both visible and non-visible disabilities. Someone who is blind or uses a wheelchair or someone who has cancer or depression are just a few examples. To learn more about the ADA and to receive free technical assistance, contact the Mid-Atlantic ADA Center at 1-800-949-4232 or visit us online at adainfo.org. Coming up this 3 a.m. hour Friday morning after traffic and weather for you as you rise with us this morning. What it's like to treat patients who try to bite you. A local veterinarian will share her experiences. I'm Kate Ryan. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Traffic first. Ken Berger's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. At the Bay Bridge, they have ended two-way operations on the westbound span. The eastbound span is open, both lanes, and you still have just the far right lane open on the westbound span, but they'll reopen lanes one at a time as we go through the next uh, few, uh, next uh, half hour or so. Uh, but again, the work zone has ended at the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, the work zone has ended, affecting uh, 395 in either direction between Seminary Road and Duke Street. All lanes are now open. Also had a closure of Duke Street in Alexandria at the ramp to South Van Dorn Street. The closure on Duke Street was the right outside lane and the right shoulder. Mobile alternating closures, all of that has ended. At the Roosevelt Bridge, still dealing with maintenance operations affecting a lane in either direction. Then eastbound 66 between the Dulles Toe Road and US 29 and Falls Church. Maintenance operations with the right center lane, right lane, right shoulder. All alternating closures. Then westbound 66 west of the Beltway. Road widening work with the right lane, right shoulder closed. You'll find on westbound 66 in the Express lanes after U.S. 50 in Fairfax. Right lane is shut down. Also westbound 66 east of Business 234 Sudley Road in Manassas. Maintenance activity blocks the right lane. Business 234 itself, Sudley Road, has a mobile closure on the left lane on the southbound direction right at 66. And then eastbound 66, the express lanes near Virginia 28 and Centerville. You find the right lane is closed. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect a few stray showers around the area this early Friday morning. Temperatures will be between 36 and about 42 degrees. We'll keep that chance of a little bit of rain through at least the morning hours. Otherwise, maybe a sprinkle for the afternoon with temperatures just shy of 50 degrees. Turning breezy, too, for the afternoon may have gusts around 25 miles per hour. Pretty nice sunset, though, coming our way and dry for your Friday evening plans out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In the low to mid 40s around most of the region as you rise with us this early 3 a.m. over Friday morning, February 2nd. At this check, 30, uh, I, actually I said 40s and now I'm going to say 30, but it was four, it's in the 40s, 45, believe it, promise you, 45 in Alexandria this morning, 46, Penn Quarter, it's 43, Columbia. We are down a couple now to 42 at our nation's capital, brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber, Heating and Air. Trusty, same day service, seven days a week. Check them out, Lynn the Plumber. Heating and air. And coming right up this half hour on WTOP. How there's a street fight in Cheverly over the redevelopment of the hospital. I'm John Doman. WTOP at 321. Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. You can always find people who are helping. Thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us. When my brothers and sisters and mom and dad and grandpa and grandma need them. Thank you, first responders. This is what I signed up for as a first responder. I am constantly worried about being exposed to this virus and potentially bringing it back to my home and my family. I'm going to continue going to work day in and day out and providing help to those that need it. 
We look out for the helpers because they look out for us. Thank you, first responders. Be safe, look after yourself, and look after one another. Thanks. Learn how you can help first responders in your community by texting BRAVE to 24365. It's Friday, February 2nd. Welcome in 322 on WTOP. Good morning. This is WTOP News on the medical page this morning. Coming of layoffs, apparently, at George Washington University Hospital. About 60 people in all expected to lose their current positions, although many will be offered other jobs, we're told, at the hospital. It's a move the nurses' union was not apparently expecting. NBC4 reports the hospital's parent company, Universal Health Services, is citing healthcare industry challenges as a reason for these layoffs. The restructuring will decrease the hospital's workforce by at least 3% to help reduce expenses and increase efficiency. The hospital also says most of those laid off are not directly involved in frontline patient care. Turning now to an update, speaking of health on the opioid crisis, people in our area are getting some new money and a new settlement. An advertising agency that helped develop a marketing strategy to actually sell opioids such as OxyContin has agreed to a $350 million national settlement, we're told. Maryland breaking it down, receiving $7.2 million. D.C. gets 617000 and Virginia gets $7.8 million. Also on WTOP this morning. Being a veterinarian comes with ups and downs. On one hand, you get to work with cute animals all day, but on the other, they might try to bite that hand. Next month, some local high school students in our area will hear about all the challenges and rewards of veterinary medicine. Working with snapping turtles, you do have to make sure that you know where their head is at all times. That's Dr. Sarah Sirica, clinic director at City Wildlife, one of the veterinarians who will be speaking to high school students interested in veterinary medicine in a webinar hosted by the Humane Rescue Alliance. Debbie Duell, the alliance's education director, says... High school students can get lots of their questions answered. We've even had vet students come on and talk about their journey from undergraduate to vet school. The next webinar will be March 9th. There is a fee, but Dual said financial assistance is available. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The group redeveloping the old Prince George's Hospital in Chevrolet now wants to connect the property to the town. It wants to do this through annexation and the opening of two residential streets. WTLP's John Doman tells us this morning is causing a street fight of sorts, if you will. Technically, the hospital property isn't in the town of Chevrolet, but the hope is the new development there would change that. And developers and some town leaders want to open up Lockwood Road and Inwood Street to the property, arguing... We do feel it is best suited to to serve the retail that we've heard that you all want to see on the site, and we ourselves want to see on the site. Teddy Swift is with Urban Atlantic, the developer behind the project, but not everyone who lives there thinks residential roads need to open up to make the retailers come. It's a lot cars that's a lot of traffic you also have the crazy drivers speeding down the road another survey is being sent to chevrolet residents this month to get their feedback which will be used to make the decision john dome in wtop news you are listening to 103.5 fm and wtop.com sports at 25 and 55 WTLP Sports Time 325 and Mr. Rod 
Rob Woodfork's turn this early morning. The commanders reportedly filling the NFL's last head coaching vacancy with Dan Quinn. So now it's just a matter of his staff. The now former Cowboys defensive coordinator and ex-Falcons head coach is reportedly bringing highly regarded assistant Joe Witt Jr. to be his defensive coordinator. He was with him in Dallas in Atlanta. And ESPN is reporting UCLA coach Chip Kelly is a potential candidate for offensive coordinator. A move that would further inflame fans who feel like 